Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Steve Bazzagini on live. Steve, how are you? So far, so good. How are you? I am awesome. Really looking forward to this conversation. So why don't you share a little bit about you and we'll dive in. Sure thing. So basically what I am, uh, a former real estate agent who is now a small business owner doing a, I guess real estate agent is a small business owner, but uh, a different small business owner where I basically take care of the client appreciation process for other small business owners, uh, help them get more referrals by you know doing their, their client appreciation for them. I think that's really important to focus on is because we're used to getting things from time to time here. Thanks for business. Here's this, here's this. But when you're more thoughtful about it, I think it gets a much bigger reaction and it shows that you actually spent time on it instead of just saying, okay, here's one of a thousand of these things that I bought in this box kind of thing. So, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, so you did mention one thing there uh, that that you spent some time on it and time is our most valuable asset. So in terms of when you show someone or demonstrate that you've given your most valuable asset to them and a good deal of it to put a gift together or whatever, uh, that that resonates. And you know, and and another thing you said is you mentioned uh, you know a couple other gifts that that may come through or might not come through. Like you know, thanks for business, whatever. Uh, and those are kind of like standard practices. But when you go the extra mile, or if you um, like, let's say for example, someone might use your business multiple times a year. Like maybe you're a hair salon, and someone might you know someone might come get their nails done. I don't know, you know. 12 to 20 times a year. Now that's, you know, but that the other thing is you could do instead of rewarding them with like a thank you email or something like, or a gift card or whatever, every time they come by, you do like maybe like one or two gifts throughout the year that really like nail down your best clients. Like that would be like, they, they that would earn their loyalty so much quicker. And, and that would duplicate them. They're going to, there is no doubt they're going to go on the social media uh, and tell someone, or, or they're going to go just text somebody or they might just they might not do it on social media they might text a, a family member or a friend like you'll never believe what i just got from my hair salon today or my nail salon today this is the coolest thing ever i can't believe they're doing this for me want to make a big impact that's how you do it yeah i remember working this is this is the second time today i've mentioned this in a call which is pretty interesting but i worked in an organization it was a startup company a little over 20 years ago and did really well, you know, rose through the ranks and got promotions and all of that kind of good stuff. But one of the things that I still remember to this day is, you know, the gifts that I would get from my boss or from the CEO that gave it to my boss to give it to me on uh, doing things and going above and beyond. And at the time, it was usually a Best Buy gift card or something like that. But they knew that I love going to that store. So they were specific. They didn't just say, well, here, just go give them a Best Buy gift card. They, they knew exactly what I was interested in outside of work. And they would do it with a handwritten note, uh, not just a letter saying, congratulations, good job kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, a handwritten note in a card um, that was purchased, uh, you know, all the, just those little things. It's like, uh, again, th- those over two decades ago, and I still remember that. So yeah. You know, that's the power of gift is, um, is it, it is a gift and sometimes it keeps on giving. It does. I mean, I, I have, I, when I was doing real estate, I had a, an attorney who, who he gave me like 
multiple referrals per year. And, and it was, I actually wrote him, I wrote personal notes to him. I used to, my, my process is to write 10 notes a week. So, uh, I make basically 520 per year and he got them all the time because he was one of my, my best referral pieces of business. And I always wanted to appreciate on him because he always appreciated me by sending me more clients. So, uh, it was just because I, I sent him a note, per personal note. He kept the notes on his desk. So we had clients who were getting divorced, clients who were inheriting property, clients who were uh, just doing like a 1031 exchange or whatever the heck their their need was. He's just, oh yeah, use my realtor. He, you know, here's a note. And it would have my business card in it. And it would also be a display of what I showed to him as appreciation. And they'd kind of get a little bit of flavor of who I was just because of what I said to him in the note. And they would be like, yeah, okay, no problem. I mean, countless transactions came from him because just because of a 50 cent personal note. I mean, I'd go crazy for it, but that's the kind of stuff that those personal touches can do. They don't have to be crazy expensive. Like a lot of people think, you know, only corporate America can do this kind of big high-end gifting. And, and that, you know, that's, that's what my company is about now is unlocking that for small business owners. I gave a talk last year to uh, an insurance organization outside of Boston and, and Mark, who's uh, one of the co-owners of the organization, you know, has sent me a couple notes and, you know, the, the organization gave me some gifts for, for my time there, which they didn't need to do, but they did. And it's just, I was blown away, you know, by yep. the handwritten, handwritten note again for Mark. So Mark, if you're listening, you know, one, thanks for listening. And two, uh, thanks again for your, for your support and, uh, looking forward to connecting again. But at the end of the day, again, it just shows something different because in this world where like, we'll use the real estate example, there's no shortage of real estate personnel. You can go, you know, yeah. you have a pick, especially in a larger area, you've got your pick, you know, you know, you, you can probably grade them by height if you wanted to, because there's Good. so many of them. <laughs> so, but again, so there's so many to pick from It's but the fact that that attorney showed your notes and they went, okay, yeah, this, this is a cool person. Yeah, I want to do business with them. It just, it, it just, you know, the like I said, the the growth that you had from that, just because you spent a few quarters on some things, wrote some notes, and referred business and back and forth, and it just that's what makes the world go around. I love referring business, yeah. not not necessarily to get. Oh yeah, we'll give you a ten percent referral. Okay, fine, great, whatever. Um, but it's I'm doing it because it's an extension of me. It's like if I needed this situation that this person is asking about right now, who would I call? And that's who I'd give it to. And I did that this morning, you know, with a colleague of mine looking to acquire a business. It's like I know somebody that's in that space that um, does that. So let me make the introduction. I'm not looking to get a cut out of that. I'm just like I'm I'm helping people get to where they need to be. And yeah, you get, you get your satisfaction. Better. Yeah, you get your satisfaction yeah. from help seeing someone else win like you did. Yes, but they have my address, so they can send me a gift. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'll take ones. So uh, as we were talking in the pre-show, you, you, there's a couple lists uh, you'd come up with uh, regarding gifts. So let's dive into those. Uh, the first one was, um, you know, the six was the, the number of the gifts. So six six things that a great gift always has. Exactly. So uh, let's let's dive into that. Yeah, for sure. So the first thing uh, about the gift is is the focus has to be on the recipient. It can't be on the the giver because if it's about the giver, like let's put let's say for example, you put Remax all over something and you give it to somebody, it's a branded item, it's a promo item. It's not it's not a gift anymore. It's a promo. Uh, so the gift has the focus has to be on the recipient, not the giver. 
the, the second thing is that it's got to be high quality. So cheap gifts get tossed and forgotten. Uh, the, and, and remember, a gift is a symbol of what the relationship means to you. So uh, you have to make sure the, that the recipient knows you think highly of that relationship. So you've got to get a high quality item. Um, otherwise, you're communicating the opposite and uh, doesn't do well for obtaining referrals. Uh, you want to make this gift personalized. So the gift should be you know, unique to the recipient in, in some way. It doesn't necessarily have to be engraved, although I do highly recommend it if you're able to engrave. But uh, but it should be something that shows you notice the little things in that person. And then uh, the fourth thing will be deep emotional impact. So the, the a real good gifts tug at the heartstrings. So if you can actually... Uh, play to someone's heartstrings and make sure you you put those additional personal touches on it you're way ahead of the game fifth thing is staying power so you want to make sure that the gift is visible it's usable it's practical it's something that they they that they see a lot even if, the, if it's not something they use it maybe it's something they display uh just basically whenever they look at it touch it use it whatever it is that they think of you and that that's what keeps you top of mind rather than subconscious mind uh and then you, lastly, let's not forget the basics. And we already kind of talked about this, which was, uh, you know, make it personal in that you want to at attach some kind of personal message with it, whether it's a handwritten note, maybe it's a video text message, whatever it is, though, that's the, that's the last thing. Make sure you, uh, put that extra touch and make that connection. And every item on that list, even if you only did a few of them is going to make you stand out dramatically compared to other people that your particular prospect or client works with or friend or colleague. When I was leading an organization, if I came across something that I knew would be of interest to one of my teammates or staff, uh, I would do it. And it's like, again, it would be, okay, maybe five, $10 max. That's not like I'm giving them, you know, here, here's PlayStation five, you know, no, I'm not, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people would be like, boy, we need you as a friend. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm not handing those things out. Uh, but again, it's one of those things where it just, it, it shows that thoughtfulness and like, and, and it really catches the people. And again, my, my hope behind all of it is when I already get the gift of, you know, feeling what I feel when they are genuinely happy to get it. But my hope is that it will inspire them to do something at some point. It's just a pay it forward kind of thing for me. And um, I know it comes back to me in, in a variety of different ways where, you know, I'm not expecting it, but I, I know that it will happen just because that's the energy that I'm putting out into the world. So I highly encourage people that are in business uh, or in, in friendships or things like that, you know, just do something a little bit unique and it'll make a big difference. Yes, exactly. And it, it it's going to pay dividends too, and whether it's directly or indirectly. So it doesn't, it might not come from this person, but what I found that, you know, while every client you send a gift to may, some may not even answer you at all. Not some people just don't say thank you at all, which is weird to me. I, I love to say thank you to people, but uh, even so uh, what I've determined and learned from experience is that even if while not everybody may be Paul Revere, uh, for you that I do know that even despite their behavior being inconsistent and, and different, that if you are, if your behavior is consistent, then your results will be consistent. Yeah, consistency is key. And then before we wrap up, there was another list that you wanted to reference too, which was, you know, the three ways list. So let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Three ways that uh, gift giving deceives you. Uh, so that's a one thing to important. That's one thing I would want to, you know, um, Basically, as anybody, whether it's a uh, a small business owner or a personal relationship, uh, the first big problem with it is that most gifts or of appreciation, like gift cards, swag, uh, yeah, basically events 
and experiences of these things all only make one impression. And you can't stay top of mind with only one impression. You have to be able to make multiple impressions that, you know, and, and stay top of mind. So that's the first big problem. The second big problem with gift giving uh, and how it can deceive you is that these impressions of these gift cards, or if they're an event or alcohol or all of these one-time things, they're usually a neutral impression or a negative one. Like for example, a uh, if you have a client who gives you 50 to $100,000 a year and you send them a $25 Amazon gift card, that's going to come off pretty negative. They're going to be like, are you kidding me? I paid you how much this year? And you're sending me this? <laughs> like people are going to be like, what's going on with you? So uh, we, those, those are basically the one-off lazy gifts or flat-out bad gifts. Uh, they don't keep you, not only do they not keep you top of mind, but they also hurt your reputation. So that's the, that's the sec, at least in the mind of the customer or the receiver. Uh, so that's the second big problem. And the last big problem, uh, the, and this is probably one of the biggest ones, is that people lie about the real feelings of the gift. So there's no one's going to tell you your gift sucks. No one's going to be like, yo, yo, Michael, take a look at this. Like just a heads up, uh, your gift sucks. So you can take this back and shove it up here. You know what? Like no one's ever going to say that to you. <laughs> that like, that's not a courtesy. They're just going to be nice and be like, oh my God, thank you so much. This is so great. Um, so bad gifts actually receive the feedback that only good gifts should receive. Um, because of this, you have a bad gift giving cycle that continues and continues and continues. Uh, so that's why you have to be you know, you've got to be able to avoid, be knowledgeable of these three things and be able to uh, operate around them. For some reason, I had a memory of sitting on the floor of my great grandparents' house and my great grandfather had passed away. And uh, the great grandmother was kind of a step great grandmother. She wasn't the original great grandmother, but um, she had given me a gift. And my parents, rightfully so, you know, said, We have no idea you know, what you're going to get. We're not sure if you're going to like it or not, but if you can just be thankful for it. And, you know, if you don't like it, then, you know, we'll, we'll figure something out later. Okay. All right. So I remember I was a little guy too. And said, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And you know, didn't even open it up to play with it. I just kind of put it off to the side and just sat there. But yeah, I didn't, I don't remember what the gift was, but I certainly didn't like it. But you know, I, I, I showed face, but again, part of me is, you know, being a little kid, it's like, you know, have a little throwdown, but that wouldn't have been right in that situation either. But right. uh, uh, we've seen it, we've seen little kids do it, but like you said, if it's a bad gift, you know, it'd be interesting to see if there'd be a way that you could introduce to them. It's like, yeah, this isn't the best idea of a gift, but I guess you'd have to have the right relationship with them to be able to do that. Uh, it's hard. Even, yeah. I mean, even my best friend, if I can, if he came up to me and I can say anything to his face, like I can literally tell him how much of it, I could literally use every swear word in the book to his face. And it, you know, and everybody has a friend like that, <laughs> their best friend, you can literally say anything you want to them. Um, I even telling them, like, if they showed up, if my best friend showed up with a gift for me, I still, I don't even know if I would be able to tell him like, Hey, this gift sucks. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> like, I would never be able to, to say that kind of stuff. So like, even people that you can say pretty much anything to, it's still hard to do it. So like a complete stranger who, you know, you have a fairly good relationship with at least good enough that the person wants to give you a gift or you want to give them a gift. Uh, I'd say it's a really hard conversation. So that's why I'd say it's really, really important for you to, to step up your gifting game and be knowledgeable of these things to know what's on the bad gifts list, know, know how to do use the six criteria that, uh, that make a good gift and, you know, three ways that gift giving can deceive you. And all those lists will make you a better giver and 
Yes. You know, what you what you receive in return is going to be so important and and beneficial and just in this world of no shortage of negative news to look at, uh, giving and giving properly and and the right way to benefit people is going to be making this world a whole lot better. So, Steve, love this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and this amazing work you're doing? Yeah, you could just go to appreciationadvocate.com. Um, or if you just want to reach out to me directly, I actually do check my email fairly often throughout the day. So you could just send me an email to steve at appreciationadvocate.com. I'll definitely have all that information in the show notes. So Steve, again, thank you so much for being such a giving person and thank you for your time today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Michael. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.